Atkins. Brandon Atkins. Brandon Atkins. Live on air across Australia. Brandon Atkins. All right, she's undoubtedly one of my favourite musicians of all time. She's got a brand new track out called Proud, which is which is like a really huge mood. I'm, I'm really digging this track from Riley Bedia, and she is zooming in now from the States. Hello, my friend. How are you? Hi, good. How are you? Thank you for I, having me. I, I, absolute pleasure. It's always it's always a treat having a chat to you. Um, how, how's life going? I think the last time you and I spoke would have been, um, maybe I think I would say March, maybe different, but exactly like you just had come out. So yeah, it's definitely been a second. I'm good. I'm good. Um, what's, what, what's been the highlight over the last what six months or so? What, what's happened? Uh, give us give us a four. I mean, well, I guess we spoke for different, but exactly like you, which was the first single. And proud is the fourth. So oh wow, yeah, there's been a lot has happened. There's been like a couple little songs in between. Um, MG and Antisocial came out. Yes, um, two songs that I love so much. Um, and then proud, here we are. So. And you also and you also collaborated with another musician who names whose name has actually just escaped me. Um, for um, forever for now, which um, science. That's it. That's it. Yeah. When, when was that track recorded? Was that this year as well in between the other songs? That one was actually crazy because um, I wrote that with two people who were in the UK um, over Zoom during the pandemic. So oh, wow. in 2020, um, the three of us wrote it and it was literally just like a random Zoom session. And then flash forward um, and science just got their hands on the track and really loved it and wanted to take a stab at it. and. They made it so cool, so they ended up putting it out. But it's actually, you know, a couple years old or, or like a year old oh. or something. It's so weird. It, it honestly amazes me the amount of times I, I, you know, I will talk to musicians and they say, "Oh yeah, this song's like, you know, four and a half years old." I'm thinking, what? Like, why? <laughs> How? That I just I can't comprehend that because, you know, like if if you're on a, a good track or something, yeah, I'd want to just you know pump it out straight away. I, I couldn't bear the thought on, of sitting on it for so long because I'd forget about it. You know, I'd be like, for yeah, sure. no, yeah, and I think that happens a good bit. I think like you get really excited about something and then you know it's just not the right time and it doesn't come out and and things, you know, you write more things and and they take priority or you fall more in love with those things. But occasionally mm. there are like certain songs that like you're just like I don't know when this is coming out, but it is <laughs> coming out and. Proud was actually kind of one of those as well. Mm. Um, it's also the first song I've ever put out that I wrote completely by myself. So um, that was like a super fun thing to like have happen. And obviously I had to find a produce, I don't produce. So I mm. had to like think about who I wanted to ask to see if anyone would even want to do it. And <laughs> of course, Johnny was, he's my favorite and he yeah. produced it and he made it amazing. and. Uh, Love. But but you know, look, you and I, you and I have been friends. You and I have chatted um, over the years, actually, since uh, the start of the pandemic. And every song that you do is, I feel like, you, I think I mentioned this to you in our last chat. You always seem to sort of break these benchmarks. You know, you'll you, you'll produce a song that's here and it's absolutely fantastic, and then you go, oh, I want to do one up better, and you just you keep sort of elevating yourself up this, oh. you know, musical ladder. Um, which is absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah, as I said, the last time we spoke was when Different But Exactly Like You came out. It was a song that I I really enjoyed a lot. And that's not just to say, you know, I haven't enjoyed your other songs that I have, but there was something about that song where I felt, I felt very much attached to it, um, which leads me to you know, this song that you've got now, Proud. 
because upon reflection and you know listening back to you know your singles that you've released you know in the last two or three years i feel like this sort of this sort of era of riley bedia is different from the others there is it's a bit more sort of a somber more reflecting sound where you're sort yeah. of you're taking a trip down memory lane um so talk to me about you know this sort of methodology behind writing and and music here yeah um you know i'm a sucker for like songs that hurt to hear in good <laughs> ways and bad ways um and you know just you know, I think Proud started, I wrote it in pieces over the course of several months, actually. Um, I was just writing different pieces and I didn't actually even really think they all went together until I had the thought, like, what if these are all part of the same song? And um, <laughs> and I just was writing, you know, little things that I thought, you know, I think there's pieces of heaven and blue eyes. I think I'm not far enough at 25. I just started listing things and and I didn't really know where it was going to go. And I, I think there's there's a lot of people are relating to all of the, you know, the things, the highs and the lows and being like, yeah, I don't really know all the time what I'm doing or where <laughs> I'm going. And like the plans sometimes work out, but sometimes they don't. But like, I'm proud of where I am, mm. regardless of all of that. And I think that that's kind of when I was writing the chorus, I remember struggling and being like, what is this like? you know, what is the complicated, cool lyric that like makes this crazy cool. And and at the end of it, I was like, what if it's just really simple? Like, but when I look in the mirror, I'm proud. And it just felt like, right, so. Yeah, something simple, but something that can really resonate just with about anyone. Yeah. Um, are you finding though, and you know, myself, included i i'm in my mid-20s uh, i know you i think you're around the same age as me actually um are you finding sort of as as your life as life goes on is this we're sort of itching closer to 30 not that i really want to think about that um because that's still a few years away but are you sort of reflecting on your, your times in your early 20s your high t you know your, your late teens where you know life was just sort of yeah whatever it was so blase yeah. and and now we're sort of getting to a serious point in life where we're like, oh, you know, For shit, sure. jobs and, you know, you know, yeah. trying to live. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think that like when you're a teenager, you have all these like crazy problems and like <laughs> the biggest part of your life. And then you grow up and they become really small and you have new problems that are bigger and, and they become. And so it just there's always going to be a new stage of like craziness yeah. um and i think i'm being 26 and i think like over the last at least couple of years it's felt very much like i'm sort of um i am a grown-up but i'm also not <laughs> um and i <laughs> young feel like, young at heart. like i'm in like a waiting room where like sometimes i have a lot of stuff figured out and sometimes i super don't and i'm like drunk on someone's kitchen floor um <laughs> <laughs> and so I sort of just like writing about this like place in life because it's really easy to get stressed out and get like freaked out about like not being far enough or like not having enough figured out or not knowing what you're doing or being kind of broke. Mm. But I am a firm um, proclaimer that I'm going to vividly miss this era when I'm not in it any longer. Oh, wow. um, like one day when I'm like 30 or 40 or like married or like have kids, I'm gonna be like, 
oh my God, remember when I was like 26 and living in that little apartment and like everything was crazy. Like, so I, I like writing about this time because I actually quite enjoyed the messiness of it, I think. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I could really appreciate that. You know, I, I'm of that too, where I'm constantly reflecting on, you know, just small things where, you know, I will be in a place and then just randomly, I'll just think of, oh, that's right. I remember when I did, you know, X, Y, Z on, you know, January yeah. 18th, 2020 or something. I, I will just remember, I don't know why, but it is, I feel like it is, it's natural for us to sort of reflect and, you know, just sort of reminisce on how far we've come in life. You know, you, t you, touched, yeah. on, you touched on, you know, stressing. Sometimes we do stress about, you know, what seem to be really big things now. And then, you know, in a year or two's time, it's they're very minute, like, who cares? Yeah. You know? And we think, why the hell do we stress over that? Do yeah. you do you kind of look back now and have any regrets on, you know, any decisions that you've made in life? Or are you yeah. happy with how your journey has progressed up until today? You know, everybody can sit and, and say they, you know, maybe would have done something different or said something different in a moment. But mm. I'm also a firm believer that like everything happens the way it's supposed to and going to happen yeah and i think that my life is really fun and really great and like the people in it are amazing and i feel like you know the rule about time travel you can't like go back because if you change anything then everything in the future is different and i would just be too afraid to <laughs> mess it up i think so i don't know i i think that like maybe regret's not the right word. There are like, I, you, you you learn from things and mm. maybe you're like, oh, I might do something different if I encounter a scenario like that in the future. But, you know, to regret it, I, I you know, it got me here. If, you know, whether or not it was easy or like, a you know, hard, but it did. So I don't know. I don't know. I love that. <laughs> I, I like that. It's a very modest and humble answer. Like, yeah, myself too. Like I've got, you know, no doubt I've got one or two regrets in my life. You know, maybe the way I went about my career, for instance, I, I would have probably yeah. done this or done this. But at the same time, I always look back and go, actually, kind of grateful for what I've done now because I know how hard I have worked to get to where I am. I'm sure yeah. I, could have taken a, I could have taken a much easier path and, you know, yeah, that, that, that's that's all well said and done. But, you know, I, I, I am of that sort of same belief too. Like, yeah, sure, would have yeah. done something different, but I'm appreciative and grateful for what I've got. Um, you yeah. also just fully didn't know in the moment. Exactly. Like, you had no perspective of the future. You were not there yet. So you didn't know how you were going to feel about what you were doing. Like you were just doing what in the moment felt like this is what I think I should do. So absolutely regret that is like you, you had all the information. <laughs> you can't like. True, true. You know. But then, you know, hindsight's a wonderful thing to sort of. Of course. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. But again, it's just learning. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you're you're very quite you're quite engaging on TikTok. Um, I, th I think especially this <laughs> year too. You you you've gone through phases on TikTok where you go, yeah, I'll post a bunch, you know, of, of little video clips, and you go a little bit quiet. But I feel like you've gone really hard on the top lately. Do you kind yeah. of enjoy that sort of engagement with, uh, with fans and other music creators? I love um, seeing other people's stuff on there. I really fall in love with so many songs that mm. friends of mine or not friends put up. Um, there are parts of TikTok I think are so fun. I don't love it. Um, <laughs> I think it can be really exhausting. I think yeah. I think it can also come off really ingenuine and like, you know, some some people, it just feels forced to me personally 
to do it to a certain extent. So I have periods where I sort of don't post as much because I'm just not in the mood. I, mm. I'm, and to me, to post when I'm not in the mood, they're all just going to come off like so superficial and so like, I'm making a TikTok. Hello. <laughs> like, it's not real. And I think that like most of my videos that have done the best or like seen the most traction are ones where like I was fully not trying to do mm. anything cool. I was just like sitting was down. It was, like, it was a raw moment, a vulnerable yeah. moment. And the more produced stuff, not produced, but like the more planned out, like sketchy stuff, typically for me, at least does worse. And mm. I just feel like maybe it's because it's just not as me. Like, mm. and it's very obvious, but um, yeah, I was, I've been really active obviously because Proud was coming out and that's, the song is so important to me. And mm. um, it was such a TikTokable song. I think I was putting it with like home videos um, and clipping them all together and sort of just being like, if I could tell younger me, like where I am now, like I've been this, I've been this, I've been this, I've been this. And mm -hmm. that seemed to do really well. And actually a bunch of other people started posting their own videos to it, which That's was nice. so cool. Yeah. And I'm like such a sucker for home videos that like, <laughs> it just like, kills me i love I, them i like the way you do home videos though because you do it in a, in a way where it's, it's, a, it's a very big vhs vibe sometimes where it's just sort of yeah. I feel like i feel like i'm watching a home video in a cottage by a log fire somewhere in i don't know canada that's just the vibe i get because i feel like it's just, <laughs> it's, but because there's, there's a warmy vibe and i'm just picturing like the snow outside and yeah it's, it is quite it is quite emotional seeing videos of the like yeah so I, I think that um, it was easy to be more active with this song. Um, I think it's yeah. brilliant. I think it's, and I, I have a love-hate relationship with TikTok too, where, you know, I'll go through these phases of just posting, you know, I post like the most random shit sometimes. Mm -hmm. I don't even know why. I just think, oh yeah, just, just to show people, hey, I'm still alive, you know, I'm kicking on, here's a video. Um, but then, you know, recently I'm getting into a vibe where I like to post, you know, excerpts of chats that I've done with people on the show and whatnot. Yeah. And yeah, it is it is funny to sort of see, you know, the way the algorithm works, what people really connect to and what people really resonate to and what people go, nah, that's trash. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's crazy. It, it's so, so special in so many ways and so exhausting in so many other ways. So <laughs> I think finding a middle ground for me is is the place that I've found happiness and like peace of mind. Cause otherwise it's just, I, I'm just not one of those people who's gonna like post a million times a day and like has the passion for it. I commend people out there who can oh, like no. call themselves a TikToker, like as a job. I, I can't even explain how hard I think that would be. Oh. <laughs> like, I, I, just, I, really, I feel like I need to hire someone. Yeah, and I like what there are so many creative people on TikTok. Like, there's so many talented people. I'm so confused. Like, <laughs> how did did I like miss a bunch of classes? I don't know I how. No, probably these people know how to do this stuff. And like, it's such a crazy platform because you can watch like a singer and then you can watch like someone like doing back handsprings on a horse. And I'm like, <laughs> like, there's just so much and so many people that I love on there. And I, I really. 
I commend people who do it regularly and, and as hard as they do. It's a very diverse universe, um, yeah. social media. Um, we're getting to the tail end of the year. What's what's in line for the rest of the year? Any plans for the new year? What's what's on the Riley Bevia agenda? Yeah, I mean, the end of the year, of course, gets a little bit um, slower. Everything mm. kind of slows down in the music industry, at least. Um, and I think everyone's lives a little bit because the holidays start to come in and they don't really stop until January. Um, <laughs> I'm actually going to be, so for this last release, I didn't want to do just any old music video. Mm. I wanted to do actually an alternate version of Proud. So we're doing a piano vocal, totally stripped Ooh. of the song and that will have its own video. So that's going to come out right at the top of December. Um, to carry us into the holiday season. Yes. Feels. <laughs> and then at the top of the year, um, there is two more songs coming and that will complete the EP um, of six songs. And wow. that'll be the end of this chapter. And I'm not sure what comes after that. More songs, I'm sure, but. <laughs> I hope so too. It's, it's, yeah. I feel like this, this sort of era of Riley Beatty is it's it's a really it's a nice era. It's it, I feel like it complements the last of where you know you had your you know love sucks and what the fuck I did and you know mm -hmm. you duet with Carly Page. You know yeah. I feel like yeah everything is sort of tying in nicely for you and it be I'm actually kind of looking forward to seeing what 2023 has planned and. You know whether you sort of stay in this lane a little bit, you maybe you branch out. But I think it yeah. is so important for musicians to constantly evolve themselves and constantly change their sound because Absolutely. you know you, you can't we can't just sort of stick in one lane anymore. We need to be so diverse and appeal to so many different people. Yeah, and I think you just you know I also as a writer for other people, which mm. is also something I do so often. I think you know I get to flex so many different muscles doing that because I'm writing for people who are doing completely different things than me. But even that just inspires my stuff that I'm doing currently to sound a little different than it used to. Or, you know, you hear something that you're like, oh, I want to do something like that. Mm. And it spirals an entire batch of songs. Um, so you just, yeah, you kind of grow with what you consume, I think. A hundred percent. Well, look, I am digging proud. I cannot wait to see or here, I should say, the next two tracks. Uh, Riley Beatty is proud. Get it right now. Apple Music, Spotify. It is so homey. It is so uh, vulnerable. It is absolutely brilliant. So good to chat to you, Riley. Thank I love our chats you. immensely. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me as usual. On air with Brendan Atkins.